Hello? Yo. What is going on, my man? No, not too much. Chilling, killing. Chilling? Oh, we're about to get into yeah. that in a second. But uh, <laughs> welcome back, people. This North of Tomorrow podcast is back here with another episode for y'all. I know it's been a while. We're sorry. Life got in the way as usual. Uh, you know my name. You know my voice. If you don't know me, check the episodes. You know the smartest one, Mr. Valentine. Again, how are you, my friend? Yeah, I'm good, man. I actually don't like the tag, the smartest one. I don't believe I am. Man, please, we don't get into your accolades one day. <laughs> <laughs> please, man. Ain't nothing that this guy doesn't know. Don't believe him. He's modest as fuck, but there's nothing he does not know. Literally. Uh, how's life, man? How's life? How's, how's, how's things been? I mean, I know, but tell the people what you want. Oh, to things been rough, man. It's been rough. <laughs> oh, my God. It's been rough, man. Uh, Zimbabwe is, is, is one of those places that if you are not mentally made for it, not born in it, or to survive mm. in it, you will not survive in. So, yeah, um, I come a blessing that I was born here. So the, the environment is very familiar. So when the struggles come, you're like, ah, it's home, you know. Um, yeah, it's been some work stories. Uh, you know, trying to get a grip with things in the new year. Trying to get grips with, I guess, growing uh, mm-hmm. personally. Uh, you know, expand your wings. Try to try new things. Uh yeah, it's been it's been good and bad. Um, I don't know. I don't really want to get into the particulars, but what I would say is. Um, every time you get better, you get worse. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's yeah. true. How you been? Nah, Zimbabwe definitely, I, I can agree with that. Zimbabwe is definitely not a, not a place, you got to be born for it. If you're not born for it, 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 it will shock you. <laughs> it will shock you. Man, I've been good, you know, I've been good. I've been, you know, um, just getting into routines. Well, getting about my routines, you know, man, really just how, how, you know, getting real into being consistent lately. I've been uh, focusing on, you know, I realized, you know, I, you know, I got to a place of, I've now got to a place of real inner peace, you know, in life. When you get to anybody who's below 30 doesn't understand, but once you get to 30, at least if you've lived life long, <laughs> you know, if you've lived a life that has put you through all these trials, by the time you get to 30, um, you know, life just becomes more clear. And so, you know, I've had a lot of inner peace and it just, I've realized that as hard as it got to get here, it's even harder to stay here, you know? So I've just been, it's all about consistency. So, you know, you got your, you know, your, your take care of your health because uh, after 30, uh, your body starts to just change. Hey, <laughs> you know, natural metabolism and whatever, whatever. Uh, that's where your 20s. We're now, we're now, you know, on part-time. So you have to, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I've got real into that. And also helps with, with mental health and clearing the mind and stuff. Been rimbing a lot as well. I know you heard that, you know, my, my Darth Vader shit. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like, things have been good, man. Work is, you know, finally flowing very, you know, very steadily. We're not getting a rest yet. Um, and I've been enjoying sports as well. You know, so life is not good. No, I don't say good, but you know, hey man, I'm at peace. You know, when you get to that place where you're like, you know, sh- hey, you know nothing phases me. You know, this shit gravy. <laughs> you, know, you know, it could be, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it could be worse, definitely, but you know, hey man, we, we, we move forward and, you know, just consistency, like I said, I really found a real a nice groove of consistency and things are going okay. You know, summer summer's getting closer and closer. The warm weather, you know me, man. Once the warm weather starts to hit, I'm in a better mood. Man, yeah, yeah. I'm curious about the the the, the piece though, because how the how the hell did you find it, and where can I find it too? Because shit, nigga, I won. Bruh, that inner piece, dude. It is. I can't even tell you the formula to find it. I think it's a journey you have to go on by yourself find it 
almost but the thing the, the, the thing that's important is that environment is key because <laughs> if oh, i was yeah. in zim no matter what i do i probably wouldn't find it because zimbabwe puts you through pain every single day i've lived in small i don't live it now i, I can't even imagine what it'd be like now being an adult but when you know when i was last there i remember just it was a stressful day every single day so environment environment does really matter a lot but for me i think what what i came down to what it came down to with me based on all the shit because you know me my shit was mostly to do with just you know personal stuff family and you know life and work and all these things so you get to a place where like man and also just uh, it was about just recognizing i have daily conversations with myself about who i am and what all my all my shit i have i don't lie to myself at all like i, I no. maybe i've been all my life but i don't lie to myself at all and i got to a point you know where i was like i gotta be very extremely honest with myself there's no way i'm going to because life happens in cycles man i keep saying this shit all the time but it really does when you look back on your life and you you look at yourself and the shit that you go through on in in a period of time whether it's a week a month or a year and then you look back again and you're like shit i'm in a cycle here there's a cycle of events you gotta break out of certain cycles and the only way you're going to do that is to evolve. And the only way you're going to evolve is to be brutally honest with yourself and get tired of your own bullshit. And so I, I get brutally honest with myself every chance I get. I don't lie. I keep it real. If I got to call myself out, I call myself out and say, ah, okay, this, this, and that, you know. And so I got brutally honest about all the shit that was happening in my life and just said, look, man, some things I control, some things I don't. And, you know, once you get to that place, once I got to that place, everything became so like just, it's not like there's no issues. Oh, there's issues every single time, but you just know what to do. And you're like, this isn't my problem. I can help to a point with this person's issues. After that, it's not my problem. And it's about, you know, just then being consistent about having those practices in your head. You know, I think that's for me. You know, I'm saying everybody's journey to 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 to, to peace is, is their own journey, but for me, I, like I said, one environment does affect shit. But for me, it was really just about being honest with myself. Once you get real honest with yourself about what is and isn't your fault, and holding myself accountable for shit, saying, "Okay, look, this person's problem was this," but every issue that I've ever had in my life always comes back to a decision I made somewhere in the process. I think I've told you this numerous times, but yeah, you know, I always keep myself accountable saying, okay, fine. Down the line, this person made this decision that was not in my control, but I made the decision in the first place that allowed this person to make whatever decision that they made that affected me. So I guess I've always had that. And then I've, I just evolved that, that kind of practice, mental practice to then saying, okay, let's get honest, let's get real. Did we fuck up? Did we do this? Are we this? Are we that? And yeah, or not are we? Am I this? Am I that? Uh, and you know, hey man, every single day I get real. If it's a guan, it's because man, the world was like just. I was going through so much shit that I just had to say, hey man, look, we need to sort this out and put everything in its place. And once I got there, man, it's 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 it was dope. It's been dope. It's been like two years of this, you know, and I've just really been perfecting the feeling ever since but yeah it's it's a journey man i can't give you one can't give you real directions just say look man just get honest with yourself and anybody else who wants to know just get real honest with yourself and once you do everything kind of just starts to make sense after that yes uh yeah thanks for not helping i mean i was expecting you know some words of wisdom to be like i oh, know great no, try this try that and like yeah, honest with yourself thing it's worked yeah. i mean I'm 99% honest with myself most of the time. But the problem yeah. is, is that I, I think I got to the point where I think the yeah. battle is um, the whole being misunderstood thing. Mm. Uh, like, yeah, and I, I don't vibe that way. So when when, when, I'm, when I had that conversation myself and I continually do it, like, how do you judge yourself? And by extension, how are you, what like metric are you going to use to judge others? And in my head, it's like, yeah, I know. We can say a lot of shit. It's what you do. So mm-hmm. if if you do certain things and they suggest certain things to me, I am not going to not believe your actions. I'm like, all right, cool. It is what it is. We can go along. Um, but then, you know, being social creatures and all that, people then begin to think, ah, you know what? 
it doesn't feel like what you're doing is fair. And I'm like, listen, you can say all you want, right? But the truth of the matter is you acted this way. And there are not there aren't too many ways to interpret that. And neither was I going to come and ask you for interpretation of that. Like you, you clearly did this, mm-hmm. and like I mean, in, in like in a, in, a, in, a, in a sort of relationship or something. I was like, you know what, you did this, right? And to me, it read as okay. I'm looking out for myself, and I'm, you know, this is what I want. And I was like, you know, do do you? Uh, me, I'm a step away because I I've got enough in my head going on that I don't need another internal battle and or conversation happening. I told myself, like, listen, the more you talk to yourself, our thoughts are not helping anything. They're not helping anything. They're just making things worse. So I, I think of the response that, you know, I, I don't think it was fair that you, you, you did that. Um, you didn't ask for context. And I'm like, I okay, give me the context. And it still boiled something down to, I did it to myself, not looking out for myself. And I'm like, yeah, so there are not too many to slice what you did. Um, I don't think you can call what I did unfair because, again, in that situation, I was looking out for me. So if I excuse myself politely, and that it's not even politely, it's just excuse myself or remain in abstention, as I like to call it. Yeah, you know, it, it, it is what it is. You got to deal with it. If not, then you know. You, you know so I again trying to trying to find understanding or or, or like a, a, a what can I say like a base to kind of a, a place to touch base. If someone has been really difficult, especially in Zoom, where. Everyone's pretty much go, 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 go. My hustle, my hustle, my this, my this, my work. Mm. Kind of building this, there's this whole life projection of what you're supposed to be doing. And I don't really conform to that because I think I said this a bunch of times. People look at marriage as something that is a natural progression of things. I look at it as a choice. Like, yeah, mm. I'm going to do it, I'm going to not. And then you know, people form all these plot lines in their head. I'm like, eh, nah, I, I don't think there's a plan to this. Uh, I think, you know, the people who are doing it before us would just follow their plan because it seemed to work. Right. But not for everyone. Um, so yeah, it, just trying to convey myself in the best in the best possible way in terms of actions. Like uh, you know, fuck what I said. Pretty much what I did, and and the beauty of it is that you hold me accountable to what I did. Mm-hmm. Right, like a dick. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I will not begrudge you for moving the way you did because I really I knew what I was doing there. So it, it's this whole perception of um, the the misalignment. I guess is my point of what people say and what they do. And I'm trying to bring that alignment to myself. Like, if I'm going to say this, I'm probably going to do that. Um, but when you say one thing and do another thing, and then you call me misunderstood, like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. Mm-hmm. You got to relax. Because <laughs> you're, 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 you're confusing the shit out of me. So, yeah, I'm, I'm slowly trying to work with that. And I, and I'm, I can't find enough peace because that, because it's like, I can use words to try and convey what I'm saying. But for me, it seems like a waste of time because words are just words at the end of the day. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know. So I know you know this, Guti. Yeah, people can say a lot of shit, but backing up that shit is is is, is difficult. And then the one thing yeah. like I value, and pe- the two things I value that people don't usually do is consistency and reciprocity. So if I if I come at you, I come at you consistently. Then we're a cheerleader, yeah. I'm a cheerleader all the time. If I'm going to be addictive, oh Jesus Christ, it's going to be consistent. <laughs> uh, and reciprocity, give what you get. I get a certain vibe. Hey, Brian, listen, I'm not, I'm not going to be so inclined to give it back, but I'm going to be so inclined to ignore you and that vibe. Man, and I think, you know, that's, you know, okay, to be like to try and give you advice since you called me out and said I can give you an advice. <laughs> um, this is what I kind of one of the key things that I told myself was two things, which you just touched on, which is one, I, um, I am not one of those people that just gives energy for free. I'm, I'm, mm. I'm an introvert, true and true, pure, pure introvert. I have, I have extrovert, you know, tendencies and, and, and I have an extrovert personality for sure. But every interaction that I have drains me. Every interaction I have with people is a draining is a, is a process of just draining energy and energy is like I, it's an investment for me so if i'm investing energy in somebody and i'm not getting that energy back then that's like a waste of energy for me like i had a person you know i talked to I, I, I talked about this person a lot but i had a person who used to just drain i used to drain a lot of energy investing in trying to develop a friendship with this person and it just never went anywhere 
Uh-huh. Anyway, and I look back and now and I'm like, do I have regrets? Yeah, the time I invested in that. I could have invested less time and got the same, you know, experience with that person. So once I, re- once I got real honest with myself, say, okay, my 20s, I was all about just experimenting and trying and investing energy in different things and all life comes and goes and friends come and go, all that shit that they say, fine. Now I'm like, okay, no, no, I don't have time for that. I don't have uh-huh. time. I am way too old. I am got way too much shit going on in my head. And in life to be wasting energy on 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 things that I know won't won't work out in the long run, you know. And so you know, once once it became like that for me, it was like, okay, here I am. Now I know who I am. And the second, you know, now I know what I want around me and the kind of energy that I'm willing to invest. So it's like, look, that's where you know I was like, I'm not forcing anything. If it's not organic and if it's not off the not off the bat, but if there's no signs, because you know the signs. If you've been yeah. interacting with people for a long time, you know the signs, you know the patterns, you know the behaviors, you know what personality, what's what's you know certain things that let you that inform you about someone's personality and whether that personality fits with you. If you don't know that by now, I guess it's a process you get to it. And I urge you to get to it. But if you've been doing this, if you've been, if you've been doing life you know, the way everybody has supposedly been doing life. By now, you understand what you, what works for you and the kind of people that don't. So once I understood that, I got, I was like real, just unapologetic about it. Say, look, man, no, I'm going to be, if you see me and I'm not rapping to you, I'm not talking to you. If you hear me, just, you know, just saying one word answers, it means I'm not fucking with you. And if I'm being, what, if I'm being energetic around you, it means I know that the vibe is right. The vibe ain't right. I am completely closed because I'm not wasting energy on you. Knowing is, I'm not that person, bro. If you want to call me, whatever, call me, man. But hey, this is, you know, what I mean, like Hove is the one that says, like, look, my life is tailor made for me. This is how I literally outline my. This is how I tailor make my life for myself. And the second thing was about just being understood. You go a long time trying to be understood because it's just a natural thing, right? We always want to be understood. But then, at least for me, I got I got to a place in life where I was like, okay, I want to be understood, but I, it's not a big thing to be understood. It's not an important thing to be understood, particularly by everyone, because I got I got my people. I got you. I got you know TJ, Lisa, my brothers, and all these other people that understand me now. And so, if you want to come into my life at this point, it's not an important thing for me to, for you to understand me. Like okay. Like, it's not, look, no, 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 let me say it a different way. It's not important that the entire fucking world understands me. It's not going to be, you know what I mean? It's not important for them, man. It, it, you either get it or you don't. But I am not, I'm like done translating myself for the world to understand me. I, I'm not, that's never been a goal of mine. Like, oh, the world needs, to, no, no, no. Those who get it, they understand. I'm, I, you know, I'm in a different, I always consider myself just in a different space of life than everyone. You know, whether that's hubris or arrogance or whatever, but every, you know, that's, that's just the way I see it. And so uh. I, I lost the need to be understood. Because you, know, you, you, you go so long, you're just like, okay, let me, let me translate myself. And now it's like, no, I don't want to. You know, like it, it's so much energy trying to get people to understand. It's like, you either get it or you don't. And if you don't get it, that's okay, man. We don't have to always understand each other. But the people that get it, they get it. And it's, it, it, that's just how my life has always been. All the people that I have in my life, they all just understand it from the get-go. You and I, we click like that, you know? And it's every, in, every dope interaction and every dope friendship I've had, especially the ones that have lasted this long, have all just off the bat. It's effortless, it's flawless. And I realized, you know, and I then understood that, look, man, if people are going to be in my life, they cannot be a point of chaos. They cannot be a point of stress. People that come into your life that are a point of constant stress. And I mean just stress over fun. They aren't people in your life, man. Those are just people you're trying to force into a place, into a role. And it's just not, it's not worth it. So once you once I got there, at least, once I understood that, and I'm like, look, this is who I am. I'm not, I'm evolved, yes, I'm going to evolve, but this is who I am. And this is how my life, this is how I maintain my life, maintain a, a uh, you know, a, a modicum of peace in my life is to be able to say, look, this is who I am. I don't gain energy from thing. I exchange energy. Energy isn't sold for free. Yeah, it is exchanged. 
You cannot uh-huh. drain my energy and keep expecting to drain for me and, and not return that. You know what I mean? If it's not an equal exchange of energy, then it's not for me. I'm not those people. I'm not one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> I am you just reminded me of something. You just reminded me of something I was dealing with this week. You know, energy korokoza. You know, I want to say energy korokoza. But I know she never knew. What is your for for all our English speaking out there, like an, an energy miner, someone who just literally just goes and they just feed off people's lives, someone who just wants to be like Bro, and, and I'm like, fam, do you understand that but the thing is I didn't ask the answer the ask the answer that like get to that point because it's like, ah, you know what? I, I'm not in that mood to fracture someone's psyche today. So I'm gonna leave that yeah. to silence, get some issues out the way. I was like, um, my mind, I, I then thought I had a conversation with myself after. I'm like, no, what is your need to be like in our inter- like? We don't have interactions anymore. We used to be close, close, close. We don't have interactions mm-hmm. anymore because you were just you were using me as a make weight for whatever shit was going on in your life. And I was dumb enough to be like, yeah, you know what, bro? Let me just you know dip in. You seem like a good person. But I figure out, you, it's it's your 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 transactions are unilateral in terms of energy because people say I always say this to people like money doesn't really matter that much. What matters is the energy. So it's when you invest money in something, for me, it's not good to, oh, right, investing money in this and whatnot. No, it's like if something, if I'm investing anything in, even money in something, the time taken to, to contemplate that investment is also time I take account for. The resource itself of money is not necessarily that important, but the energy around it is an issue. So I'm like, no, if you, it's better you waste my time, than my, you waste my money than my time. So like, I'm never oh. going to get, I'm not going to get yes. that, 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 that time back because for me, the it, time is linear. Money, I know, is hustle, you know, on the street corner. I'm like, yeah, no, I'll shoot a video for free. I'll do an ad. I'll do a podcast. Yeah, sure thing. But when it comes to time, time, the, the emotional investment, the emotional unpacking, because for you to get into someone's life, you'd have to have let them break down the walls that existed around you to a point that, you know, you, you, that, vulnerab- that vulnerability takes time. Again, you're, mm-hmm. you're letting yourself become vulnerable to someone. It takes so much time and effort to do. Which is something that sucks. Then when you have to start rebuilding them, motherfucking walls back up again. Like shit, here we go again. You have to start reinforcing that shit. You know, making sure that people don't get through. And I'm like, this, this, this is my, this is my dilemma. It's like I, I was dealing with the, with someone who just wants to be liked. And I'm like, what's the reason for anyone to like you? Mm. Like if if you're like, I, I don't understand why you want to be liked by everyone. Because personally, for me, I am. Fine, I sleep well at night, knowing that someone thinks I'm a jackass. I yeah. am cool with that. <laughs> I, I am cool. If you don't like, like me, you have don't to like me, bro. Why am I going to change that? Hey, bro. If you don't like me by now, you don't like me. I, 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 I completely empathize, bro. <laughs> and, and there are people around, you know, you, you give, you give, like, you know, kind of leeway and whatnot. And people think that when I'm ignoring certain behaviors or when I'm um, looking over certain things, I'm not aware of, of what's going on. I'm pretty much aware of it. But at some point, you've gained a place that I'm like, eh, a good or bad place. But I'm like, you know what? It's not worth my time. Mm. Structure behavior. You're not worth mm. that time. Because mm. my niggas is like, yeah, no, I'll tell you like, hey, my guy. <laughs> yeah. But if you see me being quiet and you're doing some fucked up shit, know that I do not give a fuck. And I want to visit the conversation. But just know that it's going to move in that direction. I'm like, hey, you know what? Distance is probably the best thing for me because... Yeah, like I said, you get post 30 and then you begin to realize, you know what? Um, the subset of people that I'm going to be hanging out with is going to get smaller. It's going to get harder to make friends the older you get because people have diverged so far. And the ones you do make post this 30, I'm not saying 30 some like super landmark or whatever, but I'm just saying the older you get, the harder it is to, to connect with people uh, because people oh, have just yeah, evolved yeah. in different ways. Especially when you're people young, like us easier. who have just been like, you know, people like us who are, you know, introverts by heart, you know, we're reserved, we're, we're, you know, we're closed. We, we don't let everybody in so easily. It takes a long time to break our walls down. The older we get, the less, the, the, you know, the, the harder that gets for us. For real. You just want to be around people that you already fuck with. And so you have to be like a dope. It's not, it's, I'm not making like, oh, you have to be some Hall of Fame person. But you have to be the perfect fit for us to just be like, okay, here's the access codes. <laughs> you can come in now. Like, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's just like that. You know, some people are naturally conversation and seeking out friendships and seeking out interaction and social work. Some of us aren't like that. Like, we, I spent my 20s doing that. I know you did as well. 
it was dope. Uh, and I learned a lot, man. I learned a lot. I pushed myself outside of all of my comfort zones with people. And it was cool. And I now know what works for me and what doesn't. And I'm, you know, and that's exactly, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what you're trying to say. Look, I know what works for me. I know what doesn't. Mm, and I'm, I'm, I'm at that point, man. Wait, yeah, you, you, you have to. And, and I, I like your comment about Hall of Fame. Motherfucker, you have to be. Like, you have to be. <laughs> you, you have to be averaging 30, 20, and 20 in perceptibility, <laughs> kindness, and conversation, bro. Every night. No joke. Talk to Like, <laughs> you have to. Because, like, no, no. Here's the thing. I, I People used to say, ah, oh, no, you know what? You're too particular. And I, I felt that. I'm like, hey, you know what? Maybe I'm too particular. And then I realized, I got over, motherfucker, keep your standards. Because the yes. garbage you let in when you lower your standards. Yeah, the, 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 the night crawlers and the creatures, the night you let in, fam. It's like, you then realize, hey, what, what the fuck am I? Like, what the fuck am I dealing with? Yes. I, I then realized it's better to spend most of your time by yourself than to be in an environment where you are not appreciated and people don't listen to you. Because if you're in an environment, because if, 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 it's, if it's reciprocal, that if Tudor comes with an issue, he does not want number one solutions from you. I understand this. What he wants is to vent. And okay. yeah, listen, listen. When he asks, what do you think? Then you jump in like, hey, bro. And I, I know you know this provision. I don't know, but I, I, this is what I think from, from what I'm seeing or from my interactions together. And I don't mm-hmm. expect you to take that as, 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 you know, oh, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. It's like, yeah, no. From a position that I, I feel for you, my boy, and this is what I, I, I'm thinking. It's not anything concrete, but from what I'm seeing. And also listening in the other end also helps like, no, in the limited scope this person has, because we have to remember that when you're describing your problem to someone, you can't color in the feelings and context the best way you can. You with yeah, it's, you can. super hard. So you have to be listening. And I, I keep telling people, like I, I do this on my podcast a lot, where, where, where you, or my, my work podcast, where you listen to someone. And for me, it's better to be in person than over Zoom because yeah, if I, if I, unless I know you, it's difficult for me to, to make quote-unquote certain assumptions. But I listen to the way your voice and the way you're conveying things and I try to make sense of it and I ask questions about that. So if I don't have that rapport, it's 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 then super difficult, man. Like, and yeah, j- just don't be where you're not appreciated. If, if you're around a situation where you're not appreciated and we don't appreciate the situation and the people in this, yeah, you know, this is not it's not you know it's not high school or uni where you know you just hang around friend groups for exposure. Hey, bro, <laughs> we're not for that anymore. Like you you've got you you've got you've got to you've got to understand where you stand as a person, what values you're looking for, and what works, what yeah. doesn't. Like. I think in November, I don't think I told you this. Uh, I was almost sort of, kind of, sort of going to date someone, but spiritually we're fundamentally different. She was yeah. very Christian, was expecting someone who was Christian. I was fucked that shit. Like, <laughs> like yo, listen, I am. I want to understand if it ever works. Just understand that I'll never get in the way of the spirituality. And even more, since I was Christian, I do understand some of the deeply beautiful things that were said. Like, I can, <clears throat> excuse me, I could potentially help in the growth of your spirituality, but it's not something that comes naturally to me anymore because of X, Y, and Z. And, you know, there's an episode about this. So, um, you know, th- th- that's what it is. And the, the consensus was, nah, it's not going to work. And I'm like, you know what? Fair enough. Because mm-hmm. if that, I'm glad this fracture point happened now before later. things got serious. Because yeah. later, yo, like I, I was foreseeing, you know, uh, an angry knock at 2 a.m. in the morning if I did not do something that I was supposed to do and, 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 and all that. Uh, and and also that person was like I I respond by action. So if he says some fucked up shit to me, I'm gonna listen. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm not going to assume on your part if it was offended or not. I'll ask, and I'll keep quiet. Mm-hmm. And people told me that you know what that's poor communication. Like you're not you're 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 communicating what you're feeling poorly. And I'm like no, I'm communicating in action. If you, my silence is basically saying, oh, okay, good, dope. Deuces. Because if you want me to be the great communicator that communicates the, themselves in a way you understand, you are missing the point. Appreciate, listen, reciprocity in that situation. For me, it solves a whole bunch of, uh, a lot of problems. Because, yay, bruh. Especially in Zim now where people are just, you know, where everybody's looking for the next big thing and everybody's looking, everyone wants the Everyone wants that ideal life with all the work that goes into it. And most of it goes in that understanding the person, the people you are around, the people you deal with, and the circles, you, the, the people who you are constantly around 
by choice reflect what dreams and aspirations are. And people say that, oh, that's arbitrary. I'm like, it kind of is if you think about it, because you're not going to hang around people that don't, you know, kind of reflect the things that you want. No, you know, of course not. Yeah, so it's, I'm like, nah, it's, I, I'd rather keep my circle small. If my circle is one, myself and, you know, the people that I've enshrined is, you know, this is family I got to pick. Fantastic. They might be here. So someone was asking me, uh, last week, I, I see you don't really hang out with a lot of people. You're not at oh, Jam Tree. I, I've, I've been there once. You know, God bless those people. Like, you know, do you? I, 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 I love the vibe. This is not for me. And like, we don't see you out. I'm like, yeah, here's the thing. The people I would love to go out with, Chose the diaspora. They're selfish motherfuckers. I, I, I agree with you there. Hey, man. <laughs> but they chose the diaspora. So I'm like, yeah, hey, it's, it's, I, I would love to, but I'm only comfortable around this. Yeah, how do I catch a stray out of nowhere? Hey, hey, hey. But it, was, it, was, it was overdue. Long overdue. But I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Leave this nigga. <laughs> hey, you know what? I, 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 I see the vibe. I like the vibe. I don't think it's, it's, it's um, um, it's really part of who I am. And then the response was, "You're not taking yourself um out of your comfort zone." And I'm like, "My life is con- consistently for three decades plus been out of my comfort zone. I've never had to choose anything. Yeah, for the greatest part of my life, everything was things I was thrust and pushed into. So I had to adapt to various situations very quickly, and it was painful. I got used to it, and then I realized, no, I I, I need to find a place where I'm comfortable. Like I can't consistently be uncomfortable." Like, hey, yo, fam, like, what the hell are you expecting? So you want me to be uncomfortable for your place? Like, no, you know what? We think you're, you're a nice person. You should come. I'm like, yeah, no, listen, let's, let's build that relationship. Because for me, the expectations that I have, and, and you fuckers say, Anzi, no, you shouldn't build up expectations. Motherfucker, what? Have you ever gone to a job where they say, oh, we're going to hire you? Experience? Nah, we don't care about that. Can you actually do what you're doing? Nah, we don't care about that. Jump on. You learn on the ropes. I'm like, eh. ain't nothing like that. They want, they want a certain expectation of a return of quality. I want that as well. And I want you to want that for yourself as well. So you might think I'm this person, but you might feel like a relationship with me is taxing. And I don't want you to be in a situation where I put that expectation on you and you don't want it. I don't want to be the reason that sucks the energy out of you, that it's just thinking about an interaction that just sucks the life out of you. I don't want that. Like I, I, I've got a guilty streak, so I, I, I've done a lot of fucked up shit and I don't want that to pile onto the top. Yeah, no, I don't, dude. You're preaching to the choir, yeah, man. I think it's, 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 and you know, just to kind of cap this off, so we can, you know, diverge to the next topic. But for everyone listening, look, man, look, you, you always know if you've been, if you've been paying attention to your life and all the shit that's happened to your life, you know what works for you. You know what does it always comes down to. You know what works for you. You know what kind of people you want to be around. If you're, if, if you're someone who's let's just say sub 20, sub 30, and, you know, you haven't got there yet, just, just, just track back your life. Track back uh-huh. to, the, you know, your 20s when you started, inter- you know, when you really started social, whatever it is, you started socializing, but track, you know, I always say your 20s because that's when you really get into the, the, the thick of, of adulthood. But you know, man, you know, you know what works for you. You know the kind of shit you want to do, you know the people you want to be around. You know, you, you understand your body kind of, your body, your soul tells you, your mind, it tells you what you need and what you don't need, you know. And it, it comes down, like I said, to what works for you. You just know. And, you know, one thing that I, 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 I got from my experience is that, look, there's a reason. Like I had that one experience I mentioned earlier. It reminded me or it taught me that there's a reason why I am friends with the people I'm friends with. You know, there's a reason why I've been friends 10 plus years with you, with TJ, with, you know, Sean and them and, you know, Gunyai, Vizi, um, uh, you know, the reason why I've, I've even the friends, I've, I've, I have a couple of friends from Canada here that I've known for 10 years as well. Like, there's a reason why those friendships have lasted the way they've landed, the reason why we get along so well, you know, and I compared to this person, I'm like, there's no ill will on this person. We just didn't fit because you and your reality is complete opposite of my reality and it they don't bond well that's just the way it is and that's that's just what it is with like when you get to a point where it's like it's not about oh you gotta keep putting yourself out of your comfort zone no 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 i did that 10 years i did that (laughs) 10 years i did that should have seen my friend group the last 10 years previous 10 years it was all white people 
and I'm cool with that, and I'm absolutely because it, it, I got to learn the you know different cultures, you know, and just to learn a different way of seeing uh, different realities, multiple different realities. But now I'm at a place where I'm like, okay, this is who I fuck with. This is who I don't fuck with. This is the energy I want around me. This is the energy I don't want around me. And this is what I want to do with my life. Am I gonna go? Out, you know, am I gonna go out a lot? No. Hey, man, everything has to evolve. You can't keep doing the same thing. You gotta evolve. And the evolution, uh, life is just always about evolving, man. If you're not evolving, you're just you're outdating yourself, you know. So evolution, and part of the evolution is to really just look into look into your. You said this once, like you got to go to the past so you can inform me about the future, and that's just what it is. If you don't know your past, if you don't really have your past, the past has so many lessons for you, and you got to be able to look back on it and say, okay, there, there, because oh, I promise you, patterns repeat themselves we're in cycles and we're human beings we're creatures of habit and so patterns are there and you just got to find yours and then let them inform you about how you want to live your life moving forward because the game uh, is all about evolution man it's, it's all about evolving and you know speaking of games evolving man why we're really here uh is the nba it's, it's heating up it's post you know me i Post All Star break is when the NBA really begins. Even though I follow it from the get go, but post in post All Star break is when it really begins because every game is like a playoff game. So much, so much is going on. Uh, just to start off, you know what? What do you so far? What What are your takeaways from the? Have you been watching any games lately? Have you been seeing any anything that you like? Anything that you you, you want to kind of touch on that's caught your eye? Yes, that's a tough one because uh, I actually started watching most of the games post uh, the All Star break. Before, ah, you know, it, it didn't really feel like much, uh, like there was much going on there. Uh, but yeah, post All Star break, I started watching quite a bit. Uh, I was watching Celtics uh, at Warriors. I think I watched I watched the game when um, Kyrie dropped sixty. Um, yeah, I've, I've been going over highlights of some of the games prior just to get a feel of you know. Who's been doing what? What trajectories like? And obviously checking stats, uh, just going through it and just saying, yeah, okay, he's doing well. He's not. Uh, what, what's caught my eye is um, the late burn. So I think something we talked about was it 2017, 2016? It's like the character of a team going into the playoffs kind of tells you everything you need to know. And that last like, 15 to 20 game stretch towards the end kind of like gives you. Mm-hmm your best sort of radar of who's going to be doing what and what to expect from, from what's going on in the league. Although now it's been kind of complicated with the play-in because the play-in now is like another heated tournament. You can get someone who's super motivated after that to then kind of rock it up. But I really haven't seen something close to that. But uh, from what I've seen, uh, aside of my Celtics, I think um, I'm at a, at a when is it going to happen thing with Jason Tatum. Like, I don't mean what is going to happen. Is he, is he a star? Like, no. Like, I get he's an elite talent. Like, he's 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 calm with it. Like, he's 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 an ice cold Mamba. Like, if 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 Kobe was you know aggressive or a Michael Jordan uh, carbon copy, uh, you know, Tatum is a subspecies of that, but without the without the need for competitive aggression, he can do it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, on a diamond. The thing is, I'm, I'm worried about that continuing like him being in this headspace where yeah the shot's gonna fall for me i don't care who's guarding me be it kd be it whoever it's gonna go mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's the thing that, that that's really been closest to heart and you know jalen brown's in the same category as well that like, i think the game against dallas he was really 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 mute the shooting game wasn't there and yeah i was, I was mm-hmm. kind of feeling ah, no, is, is he slumping now then he comes back the next night i'm like oh okay so there are factors that are around this that I probably don't understand, but I like the fact that, you know, we'll, hopefully we get to a bed where we get more consistency. Um, the other teams, Lakers, you know what? I respect LeBron James. <laughs> I I respect the shit out of LeBron James. I think what that homeboy has done is legendary in terms of on the field. But the only reason now I watch Lakers games, the same reason Uncle Shea Shea watches Lakers games. See how much LeBron's gonna score. I know they're gonna lose, like the like the the Timberwolves game. Patrick Beverly did what Patrick Beverly, did, the Houston Rocket, Patrick Beverly it was like, you know what, you know what, I'm gonna show up for one night. I'm gonna have a defensive player mm-hmm. of the year, you know, game for one night. Mm-hmm. But the Lakers have been an interesting 
case study for me to look at. Um, that even if even if you're in exceptional circumstances, dysfunction is is there, and it, it comes from the choices that are made, like the choice to bring on Russ. And mad respects to Russ, like you know, averaging a triple double. Although people say it's padded stats, whatnot, whatnot, boy, you know, it is what it is. But the time that he did it, it was it was hard to ignore. Um, but it's just I I, I feel for Frank Vogel, like I really really mm-hmm. feel in my soul. But yeah, this dude is trying to make the best out of out of his, out of things that are you know beyond his his, his control. I'm just glad he got a ring out of it, but I'm I'm super concerned, like. That, that like the Lakers at the point of let's blow it up uh, because at this point it's going to be diminishing returns. Anthony Davis is not the player that they were hoping he was going to be in terms of like kind of taking over scoring, uh, leadership responsibilities. Uh, injuries haven't helped. Like he's a really good player, but injuries haven't helped. Um, I think the, the cast around them, uh, THT is good. That, that white boy, he's good. But, you know, youth, again, they've got a lot to learn. And there's a vast gap between like the old vets and a Dwight Howard and all those niggas uh, and a Mello and everybody else. Like there's a there's there's no make weight uh, in the middle. And the last team is kind of a happy medium is, is the Warriors. Like man, mm. fuck Steph, man. Like huh? no, <laughs> like no, like even when they lose, like he puts in some seriously good performances. Mm. And I'm like, I'm trying to wrap my head around. He turned 34 yesterday. Was it today? Or yesterday, and I'm like, David, I think. Yeah. how can you still be? How can you still be this? Like we all saw the decline of of um, of uh, of Miller. We saw the decline of of uh, Ray Allen. Uh, we mm. we saw the decline happening as shooters. Like yeah, you know these things kind of you know come to a heat and they kind of peter off. Tony Parker, for he's not. He's no, he's nowhere near a prolific three-point shooter. But for those people who control the flow of the game, of which Steph does really well, we saw the, the kind of that. Steph, on the other hand, I don't know whether to attribute it to sports science or just someone who has an, an, a, a unique, like, a unique outlook to be like, yeah, you know what? You guys wrote me over like two years. I'll show you I'm still around. I'm, I'm really, really going to show you that, 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 that I'm still around. And, and I like their chances. Phoenix Suns, Again, our team that I, I I really haven't invested a lot of time in, but the stats tell me like, hey, you know what? Something's going on in Phoenix. Uh, somebody proud. I don't know what, what have you been seeing on these NBA streets. Uh you touched on some good points. Look, I, I the Celtics. Um, I think first of all, I think there's a lot. The the playoffs are going to be great. Uh-huh. Like the shaping out to be a great, great, you know edition of the playoffs this year um because i think there's parody there's no team there's no there's no scary team there's no team you're like ah oh, that, that, that team's unbeatable no, no 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 everyone can lose everyone can lose um then there's a there's a brand of basketball that is being um that is now being expressed around the league as being the the the, the winning basketball there's winning basketball and i think the phoenix Suns play it the best which is why their record is the way the way it is but um, that's the first thing I've seen. The second, you know, another thing that I've seen is, is um, the Eastern Conference, the way it's looking right now, it's going to be very interesting, man. You know, I think I told you this off, off you know, in another conversation that, look, the, you know, anyone can win the East. I think the Bucks are still the team to beat out East. They have a shaky bench, that's for sure. They have a shaky bench, and they could definitely lose the series. I'm not, I'm not denying that at all. But they have the most reliable stars. Uh-huh. They're they have the most consistent stars in the East, and they you know they're in that window. You know when you win a champion, there's teams that win championships, and you're like, okay, they won a championship, but that was a one-off thing, like the Raptors, because Kawhi left, and you just knew once Kawhi left, that team wasn't going to do anything. It was going to be great, but it was going to be like what Miami Heat is now. A whole bunch of guys on the same level without anybody above them to carry them over the edge. So um, there's teams like that. You're looking at the Lakers had had, had, a, had a title that was won because of just circumstances. Not to say they won't whatever, but they just won because of circumstances. But then now, you know, with the Bucks, they're in that window where Giannis is in a reliable superstar. 
rely he's figured out how to perform at that level and to play winning basketball. Middleton as well, you know, knows his role, plays it to perfection. And then they have J. Rue. Because if you look at any any great team, like if you look at the, the, the great teams, there's always had a dominant player, a guy that can make shots, and then a guy that does all the other stuff. The Lakers, it was Kobe and Shaq, that duo, right? But then right there, you know, was playing the third role, doing everything else, Derek Fisher. You know? The Spurs, there was it was Parker and it was for then it was Robinson and it was Duncan, but there was always somebody there. I forgot who it was the first two times. But then, you know, eventually it was Parker and it was Duncan, and then there was Manu Ginobili coming off the bench. You know, the Heat had Bosch Wade and then and, and LeBron. You know, even the Dallas Mavericks, you know, the Mavericks had a whole bunch of guys. It was, you know, Jason Kidd was making shots. Jason Terry was making shots. Um, yeah, that was surrounding next to, to, you know, what's his name? Dirk Nowitzki. And then you know, J.J. Beret as well. There's always, there's always there's that perfect blend of stars that you need to have. A perfect blend of roles and characters, you know, that you need to have. And, you know, Phoenix have that with Paul, Aiton, and um, Booker. And the Bucks have that with Giannis, um, Chris, and, and, and J. Rue. So, you know, in the East, I've, I have the Bucks as the, as the team to beat. No matter how their bench looks, I think they have, they have, they, they're in that window where it's like, okay, they can win another one. You know, uh-huh. they, they can win another one. The way they play, the way J. Rue is playing right now. Whew, my God. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's, he's, making, he's making shots and he's playing great defense at the same time. It's, it's actually really great to watch. So that's, that's one thing I know about the East. For sure. But then there's teams as well that can that can make noise. Like I think you know, the Celtics, y'all health allowing y'all can make noise. Um, you know, the 76ers, they're a dark team through and through. They look like a dark rivers team. Through and through. <laughs> and they're they're they I'm telling you, man. I am telling you. And the only way they're gonna win is if 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 the players around Joel Embiid, and I just say Joel Embiid, they they play to his level. Because if they do, they'll win. If they don't, that's another Doc Rivers disaster class waiting to happen. Uh-huh. You know, that, that you know, because they gave up, you know, the, the, they play, I think the way they play will, will might translate well into the playoffs because it's, it's a lot slower. So I think that's what's going to happen with them. Um, but there's, there's a lot of question marks around them that I'm like, mm, mm, I don't know here. You know, so yeah, I think the East, you know, the East comes. Me, and my Nets, man, we're just trying to make some noise. We, I don't know what we're gonna do with the whole Kyrie not being able to play, Simmons not being able, Simmons not coming back until like maybe the last two games of the playoff of the, of the regular season. So I don't know. We're gonna make noise, and hopefully we can we can stay, you know, as long as we can. But I think the East is gonna come down to the, the Celtics, the Sixers, and the Bucks. And I throw in the Heat in there for 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 good measure because they they they, they, they play. Because I'm like, I, I'm like I the, 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 the bubble, the bubble <laughs> fooled a lot of people. I, I keep saying this to people. The bubble was again a sanitary environment. I don't think it'd be replicated. And I'm not saying that the Heat are bad. I'm saying the Heat have got a, yeah. a lot of young talent that overperformed. They need time. Like they need time right. to get that you know better. And and Eric Spolstra, like w- for me, one of the best coaches I've seen in a really long time. I think oh, he he understands. Enough. Like he understands, but they just need so much time to kind of bed in, and I, I'm I'm willing to be patient uh, with them. I think they need probably an, another another star. I think Jimmy Bucket is dope, thing. yeah, mm. but Jimmy Bucket is not you know uh, um, a generational talent. Jimmy Bucket is a really good player, but not generational talent. Um, but guys like Duncan Robinson, yeah, you know you can see that they've got something special brewing here, and I think that's what they went after. I think Laurie really heavily to try and kind of shore that up, and I, but I I think they need. I think free agency is going to be a place where they need to be looking more closely to getting someone who can complete this piece, similar to what that they did with the with the big three. I, you know, I I love the way they play basketball. Like it's honest, it's, it's hardworking. There are no pretensions. It's 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 really cool. Fair enough. But people keep throwing them in the conversation. I'm like, I'll put the Nets before the Heat to be honest, because I can count on KD to be special or Kyrie to finally get his jab, which again is a stupid subject, but you know, I, I ain't gonna get into that. But I. I, I honestly bank on KD being exceptional because he just is like probably the best scorer I've seen on the ball. Uh, you know, aside from Michael Michael Jordan highlights, <laughs> like he, he's he's just that. 
if everyone around him just maintains a level of consistency, I think they can get the best out of him. Uh, and they can really go far. Sixes, I agree. Uh, my only problem, like we just said with Sixes, is the Doc Rivers team. And I watched too much of Lob City to get that, regardless of what talent you give Doc. Panic, you know what shot that shit? Like, <laughs> there is, is it man management? Is it punish no more because he had that clip of team and you're like the, the, the lob city and he had uh, uh, Kawhi and, and, and uh, Paul George although you know Pistol P did his you know he did his thing uh, Pandemic P did his thing um, but you know it's there's just something missing and I feel like I feel like Joel I feel like Joel is kind of being betrayed by the organization in, in some respect um, I'm not saying they haven't been looking out for him they have but mm. in some respects I believe dragging the Ben Simmons thing longer than it should have when you clearly could see these two are not going to work. Uh, I think they were hoping for a Kobe and Shaq situation of which um, the only person I think is, and this is just me as an, as an outsider looking in, for anyone who might think, oh, he's talking bullshit, fuck off. The only, um, the difference in that dynamic is Ben, ben is not a Kobe. Mm. Ben is not as dominant scoring-wise that can complement uh, Joel. And Joel's personality is what it is. I think he's really honest with himself because I've seen him do some dumb stuff that he's like, and he, he doesn't really, he's not, he's not overly, it's not offensive, whatever, but it's, it's, he's, he looks at that just like, yeah, whatever. He's, he's sort of sincere, even if he says stupid stuff, or is at the very least honest <laughs> outwardly. He says the quiet thing out loud. Um, so I don't think that the, where Ben is more reserved and contemplative, I think well, he doesn't say much or doesn't let on people let, let on. But with the Kobe and Sack Shaq situation, uh, yeah, it was very out there, very verbal. <laughs> we, we understood where they stood with each other. Uh, I don't think that compliment. I think they should have moved off off Ben. I, I would have loved him to go to the Warriors like two years ago. They could have gotten something really interesting in, in a package for him, like a three-team trade or something like that. And probably help Joel, better Joel to a title, similar to how the Bucks treated Giannis. Mm. Like, you know, they kind of saw, hey, you know, this is a golden goose. Still kind of pissed off that the Celtics went for, for RJ Hunter before Giannis, but that's a story for another day. But it's it's um <laughs> the way the Bucks dealt with with Giannis. Like, yeah, this is our guy. Like what you said yeah. uh, in the text a while back, but he's a he's a new school, old school killer. Mm. He can dominate the paint and he can get warmish from 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 distance. Mm. So he's not someone to rule out in any circumstance. And all he needs is just that click to then begin to turn things uh into his favor. So yeah, I, I feel the Nets. Uh, you know, you know, if if you get Ben Simmons, how's how's he gonna work in the, in the system? Because um, you need scoring, and when Kyrie's not there, you have to rely on someone of his profile to score. And I don't think that's really gonna happen. Uh, I think I believe KD will carry quite a lot of it. Um, yeah, Westwise, the West has never been really. This is the first year in a long time where the West has not been interesting to. Me. I don't yeah, know about you, but right? it, it yeah. really has. It's not. It's not. It's like. Okay, like cool. Maybe it's because the champions are on the east, but whatever. But it feels like this year the, the, the east is far more interesting. Um, it's far more complicated. Uh, the talent level is nowhere near what, what the west has. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, I'm just looking at these and I'm like, oh, certainly I think Kosane said on Twitter, I'm like, yeah, there will be tears in the east. There will be some serious tears in the east, probably mine, because I know I, 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 I'm going to be back for myself. So, Ah, uh, people cry in the East. No, there's for sure. There's a lot of there's tears in the East. Because look, the, the the Heat. Like to touch on your point about the Heat, the Heat. The thing about the Heat that I keep saying is, look, you can be a great team all you want for sure. Hey, absolutely, absolutely, be a great team. But at the end of the day, man, you need stars to get you above. You need stars, whether you have a superstar or a star, but you need that shit. That shit that the Detroit Pistons did, man. That was that that that's. Man, listen, what the what the 04 Pistons did, that team, you have to understand, they had, they had all-stars on that team too. Uh, you know, they had all-stars, but they had all-stars who played to a superstar level. You know, Shanti Billups, um, you, know, you know, Prince, what was there, Hamilton, and, and what's the name, Ben Wallace, Sheed. There was a uh, group of guys that played, you know, real tough basketball. It's, it's not a common thing. Like it's it's not a common, especially in today's NBA. I don't I don't care who you are. It's not happening unless you have a guy that plays to a superstar level. If you have a star, he has to play to a superstar level. If if Butler and Adebayo don't play to a superstar level, they're not winning the East. 
They're not uh, coming out of the east. That's just the way it is. It's, it's, <laughs> there's nothing about it. That's just how it is. Other than that, otherwise, they think that, that that's look look at how things. Like I take it the bubble. Remember how the Raptors got the fuck out of there in the, in the bubble. The Raptors are a great team. <laughs> no, the Raptors are a great team. Yeah. They're a great yeah. team, but they could not match Jason Tatum. Uh, they could not match Jason Tatum down the stretch. They had no, but Pascal Siakam could not match Jason Tatum, and that's how they got out of there. That's literally how they got out. In the in, in you know, you guys lost to the Heat because well, you know, you guys lost to the Heat because you guys just couldn't get enough scoring around Jason Tatum. And, you know, all that stuff. But you have to win with stars, man. Name me one team in the last decade that has won without, without a superstar. You can't. Yeah, it, 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 none. Yeah. None. There's none. None have won without a superstar. You need, even if you just have one, you need one superstar. And then you need, an, uh, then you need two others who are at least play, at least two, at least one other guy playing at an all-star level. And then everybody else doing their role. But you need... If you don't have a star, a superstar, you need that star to play at a superstar level. Uh-huh. Look at how Trey Young got to the conference finals. He was playing at an absolute superstar level. That's how they got to the conference finals. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. that's that's the name of the league, and that's why the Heat for me. That's why I draw back and say, look, this that team. I've always said it goes as far as their stars are willing to take them. If their stars don't don't play to that level, then they're not. And the, the, the entire NBA playoffs is going to come down to whose stars are able to get their teams above, or whose stars are able to outplay the other stars. Whether it's through scoring or making plays or defensive action, whatever it is, if your stars don't outplay the others, man, you, you, know, you can maybe get to the second round on some team shit. But conference finals and winning the NBA finals, your stars are going to have to show up. Your stars are absolutely going to have to show up. And if they don't, Jawana Moto, there's no in yeah. just about it, man. There's nothing about it. And so the West, that's where I come with the West, where it's like you look at Phoenix, and Phoenix is top to bottom, a very good team. Top to bottom, a very good team, led by a very, very much a player who's very much a superstar, Devin Booker. And they get Chris Paul back in maybe a month, I believe. So, you know, and he's a superstar already. And that, that I don't think anyone beats them, especially now that Steph is going to be out until the start of the playoffs. We'll see how that goes. But I don't, I don't see anyone in the West being maybe Luca, and the Mavericks. But that team, there's something about the way that team plays that I'm like, that's not, that's not winning basketball. Zero Maybe, yeah. You know, like I watched them yesterday. You know, I watched them yesterday, and they really, they ride off him being able. Their whole game is him being able to draw double teams and play and just pick out a pass. And they like it that they have Spencer Dinwiddie there because Spencer is a more reliable scorer than. Then um you know what's his name? Fuck, it's legend. Um, Hardway, Hardway Junior. They 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 better. He's a better scorer. He's more liable than Hardway Junior. But there's something about the way they play that I'm like, you know, it's a little bit of hero ball, but it's 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 very much reliant on 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 Luca, and it's 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 not always gonna. I don't know. It, it'll the way the West is, they'll fuck around to get to the conference finals. Is what I'm saying because they do play quite great, de- quite decent defense. So the way they play right now, the way the East is, they might fuck around and get to the NBA Finals. I don't know. There's a few teams. The, East, the West, I don't look. The West is just, I don't know, man. The West, I'm just, I've just said the Phoenix Suns are winning it. I don't know anyone who can make it interesting. I'm, I'll, I'll be happily surprised, but there's a lot of exciting teams, and you're like, ah, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe. But you know what? The West, well, I'm gonna listen to you. Because NFL, you said the plan goes, and eh, it's just something about them. Like, I don't know what it is. It's just something about I was like, dude, have you seen that offensive line? Oh, I'm, I'm glad they got a, a was a free agent uh, offensive uh, offensive lineman. So I was like, oh, yeah, the very least. Man, they got two. They got two, yeah. bro. They did like, well. They got two really good offensive linemen. And I'm like, oh, they're, they're trying to protect, protect Joe, Joe Barrow, who's. They I, have you to, know, because that conference just got nasty defensively. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and I know, I know, you know, the, the stories around uh, Tom Brady going and then coming back. I mean, it took all of what, three months, two months? Like, ah, Giselle, kids, this has been fun. I'm guessing yeah, it was that Michael Jordan thing, wait. That Michael Jordan thing, when he got <laughs> over, he's like, so what do y'all do? You mean realize, ah, but I did, right? Let me get back to work, guys. Like, call me on this, get interesting. 
Yeah, no, 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 no. You know, I'll get to Brady in 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 another episode. I know exactly what happened with that Brady guy. He he, he always said he's gonna retire when he sucked, and he just looked. He didn't suck, and then, you know, he saw the moves being made. The NFC is kind of weak now, um, you know. And then what what else did he see? And then he went to Old Trafford, and he saw Ronaldo getting all that shit, and he's like, I don't know, I can still play. <laughs> so you know, hey, that's that's what, what happened. Can, can, you know? Like that visit to Old Trafford was oh, on, 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 Miss, on Missy's part because someone tweeted something and then the, the, if, if Brady had gone to see people don't understand Messi's worried for this season He's been worried for PSG for so long, man. He does not. He didn't want to be there. He was really just forced to go. You know when you're forced to go somewhere and you're like, I don't want to be here, man. I don't know uh, what I want to do. I'm gonna do it, yeah, sure, and I'm gonna do it as good as I can. I don't really want to be here, man. This, this, this is bullshit. And also, PSG is just a clusterfuck of an organization. So yeah, know, he's like so for Messi, you know, that's that's it's not an excuse because he has not played well and he also had COVID for quite a while. But there's also a lot of uh, there's, 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 that, that that PSG is a lot to unpack. But look, look back to the NBA. I, I'm, I'm telling you, man, there's something about 